Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The, they call this the worst match of the round. I don't know why. Uh, Cowboys versus Raiders. Uh, one of the real bludger games. Well, because the Raiders have put 40 on them. <laughs> no, no. One of the, by half time. This is going to be a cracker of a game. Two big, strong forward pucks going at each other. Raiders with a lot to prove. Cowboys with that standard that they've set themselves. Uh, I cannot wait for this game. I cannot wait for it because... Although the Raiders, you know, they struggled in preseason and they came eighth. As we said, if they had a, the way they finished last year, they were genuinely put, taking it to the better sides. And this is one of those games where I can see an ambush happening. I'm, I'm backing the Cowboys to win for sure, but this is a game where I can see a genuine am- ambush due to the fact that there's all this hype on the Cowboys and everyone's like they can win a comp this year and, and rightly so. I'm on that hype train. But you just, the Raiders are Ricky Stewart Raiders. This is what they love to do. They love to go away to people's homes and fucking belt them. What do they do down in Melbourne every year? The Raiders could be coming last. They go down to Melbourne and they fucking, they win. They yeah. take it to, to Melbourne. So these are the kind of games Ricky Stewart thrives in. The underdog, the no one gives us a chance, all that kind of stuff. How do you see this going, Guru? Actually, we'll go to Timmy first, mate. How do you see, how do you see this going, mate? Yeah, look, tough, tough round one, uh, haul up to Townsville. So, uh, I mean, result-wise, I do find it hard going against the Cowboys. It's also, I, I haven't checked the forecast, but I'm assuming it's going to be stinking hot up there. 30 like, degrees it is. 30 degrees coming from, from Canberra up to that. You know, the Cows have had the whole preseason in that. It's, it's going to be hard yards for them. So, look, I, I'm tipping the Cowboys in it, but you're right, Kempi, it's such a, a fascinating affair just because two such dominant, big, strong forward pack. So, you know, that's what the Raiders want. Turn it into a tussle. Turn it into a grind. And, you know, maybe we sneak away and win at 10-8. Yeah. As I said, attacking structures are always quite clunky early on in the season. So, you know, I think attacking flair, Cowboys have more than the Raiders do. But early on, it might not be there. So the Raiders can definitely cause a boil over, but uh, tipping the Cowboys. It could be a cl- it's clunky game with low completion rate. 
it, which plays right, right in the Raiders' hands because they're like, let's get in this dogfight yep. where it's just tit for tat in the forward pack. Whereas like a, a high completion weight that's like spinning the ball left and right, you'd have to say the Cowboys probably win that battle. Whereas dogfights, I still think Cowboys win the dogfight, but I think it's a much higher chance with the Raiders in that yep. kind of that and just that, grindy because game. Because we don't really have a fullback to start the season. And like even when Xavier Savage comes back, so there's still question marks around him. That's going to be the Raiders' football style again this year. It's going to be at such a focus on high completions. I don't think they're going to be playing extend, uh, expansive footy, throwing it wide, mm. using the edges too often. It'll be, let's belt them through the middle. Bit of second phase play. So, as I said, high percentage early on, that's effective, very mm. effective. Yeah, as you said, 30 degrees. It's meant to be raining up there too. So you might get a bit more of a dog fight. Obviously, it's Monday, so I learned the hard way when tipping St. Helens would get beat by 40. In 40, <laughs> 40 degree heat, they played in a monsoon instead, so that was good fun. Uh, but I think the Cowboys do get the job done at home to open their season. Is there uh, any value in Raiders at 275? This is a sit back and enjoy this game for me. Okay, don't, don't, punt, on don't yeah. punt on it because yeah. it could go either way. Or yeah. I hate punting on the Raiders. Really? Because they always stay You just never know what's, what you're going to get. Ah, oh, 274. Ah, oh, no, I think that's about right. I think that's probably about right. Heading up to Cowboys round one, stinking hot. Um, Without the fullback too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matty, what do you got here, mate? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty similar. I'm very high, just like a lot of people on the Cowboys this year. I think it's going to be tough for Canberra. They've already had to deal with losing their fullback. Um, they got a new, like Danny Levi's going to be their hooker as well. There's, so there's a few question marks around the Raiders um, and it seems like the Cowboys have had their preseason basically interrupted. They're going up there. It's going to be hot. So um, I think both teams are going to have good years. But in this game, I'm definitely going the Cowboys. Okay, let's go to Cowboys season. Uh, yeah, I'm going the Cowboys too. But I do think this is set up perfectly for an ambush for Ricky. Uh, Funny you say that, actually. Last year, it was kind of the opposite where the Raiders went up to the North Queensland in round two. And everyone tipped Raiders, obviously, because everyone had Cowboys being last. Everyone's like, what the hell? How did Cowboys beat Canberra? Cowboys suck. And then they beat Brisbane the next week, and then they just kept winning. So could be the opposite for this game. I love how you threw in there both the Raiders and Broncos losing, <laughs> you dog. What a dog. Seriously. Get over yourself, Rabbitohs. You can be in the comp two seconds. Um, Canberra pumped us last year, so I can't really talk. <laughs> uh, who won when Broncos and Raiders played each other last year? Oh, I I don't know, mate. A lot of positions. All that I sounds like we tell you that. It seems like a long time. <laughs> Bronx won. Yeah. Who did? Broncos won. Yeah, of course. Of course. Thanks uh, for that clarification, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Cowboys' biggest questions. Uh, can Peyton's hard edge work again? Can he do the same thing after, year after year? Uh, will Nanai be as effective this year? How will they manage Damalolo's work? And Lukey returns from injury. Uh, look, I think... I think it is a question of Payton, back-to-back years, this hard work. It's definitely a question. I don't think it's going to be an issue. I just think that new standards have been set at the Cowboys and they're going to meet them. Nanai, I think he will be as uh, effective. Tamalolo's workload, I already thought they handled that really well last year and they've almost changed him into a new player, which is fantastic. But the big thing that I want to watch this year, well, two things, but the first thing, Lukey, I think he's going to have a breakout year. I think he's going to be absolutely outstanding this year. Ilham Lukey, if he stays injury-free, obviously. He, he is a guy that has gotten lost in the Nanai noise. You know, if you go back and you look, it was actually Lukey that was probably ahead of Nanai in regards to boom, young forward. Gets injured, Nanai does what he does, and there's no denying he's incredible. De- denying. Um, 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Round one's here, baby. Um, and the other guy is, he's not my favourite, but he's a smoky Scotty Drinkwater for Dally M of the Year. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited about Drinky. That fullback position is his now. There's no question about that. Uh, the other guy I'm really excited to watch this year is Tommy Dearden. Mm. I thought last year, uh, you know, a huge breakout season and, you know, he went to the Origin Arena and I thought he was one of the best of the park in that game. And he's got a he's got a halfback that allows him to really play his style of footy, which I'm super excited about. Hasn't, so. hasn't Chaddy Townsend's, like, just stock and, like, he's – the appreciation for just a good, solid seven yep. gone through the roof. Oh, mate, he, he's done so many other halfbacks, so many favours, mm. I reckon, in this competition. Just being reliable and experienced, I think we undervalued it before last season quite a bit. Mate, you couldn't find a single person that wasn't totally ambivalent at, at best to ro- like totally roasting the signing of Chad Townsend when it happened. Yeah. Like, I honestly felt like I was the only bloke in the world who was like, I think he's going to bring quite a lot to the club. But even I didn't think he was going to bring this much. Yeah. It's incredible. Question around Tom Dearden for you both. What's the ceiling on him as a footballer? Because, um, you know, genetic attributes-wise, he's not the strongest halfback in the game. He's not the quickest. He's, you know, a good organising half with a bit of attacking upside. We now, now, I know we, we saw him play Queensland last year and excelled. Is he limited by his attributes in that, you know, is he going to be a Chad Townsend where he'll always be borderline around the rep sides and, you know, in and out for Queensland when they need him, but there'll always be, you know, higher profile halves, you know, Munster and Ponga for starters to play there. Or can he be an Australian seven long term? Where do you where do you have him at? I actually have him I actually think he suits a structured seven more than a six. Um, I actually think he still has the potential to be like everyone talks as about Sam Walker being the replacement for DCE. I would have Dearden just as close. Like he's got mongrel in him. He's a great defender. Mm. I don't think we've even like come close to his potential in regards to um, structure. Uh, he suits the Queenslander spirit as a seven, like this little tough, aggressive mongrel to a degree. I actually think that his ceiling as a six isn't very high. In this, like we're talking within context here, we're talking like the Munsters, the, all that kind of stuff. But I actually think his ceiling as a seven is he could be one of the better ones in the comp, genuinely one of the better ones in the comp. I agree. I, I think he's a little bit more than a Chad Townsend sort of footballer, and that's not taking anything away from Chad. I just think he has got more upside. I think he's a little bit stronger than what you probably give him credit for. Um, his support play is unreal and it matters so much. Defence mm. as a halfback, like it's all good and well to be a great seven, but if you go out there and you're conceding points or your, your edge becomes a target... It can just cost you so much. Like, you have a look last year. Like, he was averaging 92 run metres. It's incredible. And, he, like, we don't put him in that category of Jack White and he's a running sort of guy. Like, mm. he's got great... Well, how much was too. Jackie White averaging? Just so that we can get a gauge of, like... This will be interesting. He's, yeah. like, how undervalued his ball running is. And as you said, I, it kills me to say it, but you mentioned the words Queensland spirit. He's just a goer. He fucking I love is. that about And there's not many guys as halfbacks that would have overcome what he's overcome in his oh, career mate. to be where he is in such a short amount of time. So that says a lot about his character to me. Put, put it this way. I would love for him to be the next seven to replace uh, Adam Reynolds at the Broncos. Even mm-hmm. though I know that sounds fucking crazy because they let him go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I have a huge judgment. What do you uh, so Jackie White last year averaged 100 running metres per game. It's funny, the last four years have been around 100. But then the four years before that... Significantly higher, which he I played didn't. fullback. Oh, of course, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. 
So he's 100. And so it's 100, yeah. Dearden yeah. was 92. 92. Yep. Like, mm. you would oh. never think they were that close. Yeah. And, and, he also, not, and he was 93 the year before when he won one game out of 12. And on top of that, like, it is one is the main man at the, at the, the Raiders. Like, he, when he wants to run, he runs every single time. Like, he's supposed to run. Yeah. Whereas Dearden, he's more of a, like a cog in a machine to a degree. I'm not, not, not disrespecting him. So I, I still think there's – I think we haven't come close to his ceiling as a seven, as a seven. I do think there is a ceiling in the six. I just don't think he's, he's got the physical attributes to be like a Cam Munster. Seven for sure. And yeah. then, like, you look at the, the pairing of, like, let's say he does eclipse Sammy Walker in the Origin Arena in coming years. Not even eclipse. He's there ahead of him at the moment. Yeah. Um, as a pairing to, say, Cam Munster or Caelan Ponga, you know, you're not going to play them two in the halves together because no. they're two similar five eights. Like KP, I'd imagine, is going to have to play fullback for mm. Origin. So Dearden is a way better pairing with one of them two oh. as a seven and an yeah. organiser, take the pressure off and get them around the park. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like a lot of I, – I get it. Like Sam Walker is going to play Origin for sure. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's the seven for the next 10 years after DCE. I think Tom Dearden is right there. Like he's right there. Before the start of this season, Tom Dearden had played 35 games of first grade. How many do you reckon he'd won? One. Five. That was it. So for him to turn around and do what he did this year, and it's crazy to think that a Broncos halfback could walk out of Brisbane unwanted and then return to Suncorp a year later as one of the – he got man of the match in origin, didn't he? No, I don't okay. think he got any. Ponga got, I think, man of the match in the game three. Fuck, he must have been second best on field there. I think he got like their like players player or, yeah. or some, oh, okay. one of their internal ones. Okay. He, he was incredible in that origin game. No, he right? was great. Tries just essentially his first touch. Yep. Which is like wild. Like to nail the timing part of it with all that pressure and energy coming through your body. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Cowboys this year. Where do we see him finishing? One to four for sure. Oh, I would be... I mean, there is a world where they're overworked and maybe it's really hard to stick up with the hard edge. Um, but one to f- anything less than one to four, in my opinion, with this roster and the way they're, they're looking right now would be disappointing. Yeah, I've got them around that two to six mm. sort of mark, but I'm expecting them to be three or four. Mm. Yeah, three to six. Three to six? Yeah, I've, I've got my lady here. I've got them fifth. It might be a bit harsh, but I've got them probably, yeah, three to fifth. Three to fifth? Yeah. Where they finished last year, third? Third, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that no. crazy talking about the Cowboys? So I've got them fifth. That might be a bit harsh. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I thought it was being over the top having them in fifteenth this time last. Year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now Raiders uh, wrapping up uh, six to eight weeks. He'll be fullback. Halves will nah, get a chance. I think okay. it's gonna be Sebi Chris. Oh really? Yeah. Inside scoop. Yep. Jordy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rapana's come out and basically said he he's happy not to play fullback. He said okay. he's. he's Getting on in age, yeah. doesn't know if he's got the K's in the legs. Interesting. Uh, so I think it's going to be Seb Chris, which... Has he ever played fullback? Uh, I think in maybe 20s he might have spent some time there, but yeah. They don't okay. have anyone else there, mate. Like, that's really. crazy. It's like, that's where we talk about roster balance. Like, you you need to have a backup fullback. Like, you've got to have at least a backup fullback that's playing Q Cup or something, but they mustn't. Like Two to 17, they've got depth everywhere. They've just... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fullback, they just don't have. Yeah, well. As I said, even when Xavier's there, it's not like it's... I'm still unsure as to whether... It's not Scott Drinkwater or Mm. someone who's locked into the spot. Like, Mm. there's still going to be question marks, so... Uh, it's very concerning that fullback spot for the Raiders. Just on Seb Chris, I, I don't have twenties in front of me, but he hasn't played for NRL there, and he's only played one game of New South Wales Cup at fullback. Yeah, because he's, he's not a fullback. Because <laughs> he's a centre. Because <laughs> he's a centre. Um, okay, yeah, Raiders this year. Uh, I was really, really high on them coming in this year. I thought that I think they've. Ricky's turned a corner. I thought they've developed their youth really well last year. Obviously, towards the back end of last year, they played fantastic. I'm a, I've, I've pumped the brakes a little bit on the excitement, but I still think they've got the roster that can make the eight. Um, I probably have them from seven to ten at the moment. Seven to ten. Yeah, I'm the same. Seven to ten. I think if they make the eight, it'll be in seven or eight spot. I think that anything below tenth would be a huge disappointment for this club. Mm. Mm, I've got them really, same as you boys, but even more refined, eight or nine. I, I can sort of see, like, uh, I've got them in Manly around eight and nine, and essentially if Tommy stays fit, I think, you know, that could be enough to push the Raiders to ninth. So, mm. and uh, like, I said, just worried about the one, worried about the nine. I'd worried about how many points they've got in them this season. Um, obviously the plus side is, you know, we've spoken about it at length, but Jamal Fogarty came back last year and... We were terrific. So another full preseason with Jamal, who looked great in the trials. We, you know, that hopefully, hopefully top eight. Mm. Yeah, I've as I said before, they're in my seven to tenth. Manly, Para, Brisbane Raiders. They're my seven to tenth. <coughs> don't know which order. Um, yeah, look, the the positive is Whiten and Fogarty get to start the season again, but they're starting the season with a, a new nine and a, a fullback that's not a fullback. So and without a thirteen, the, really. <coughs> yeah, he's played Tarpenny there. I would have put. Up in their front row, and anyway, um, yeah. So interesting year for the Raiders. Like it's it's it really all <laughs> hinges on Savage coming back and killing it. He really does. And and obviously Danny Levi just good service. What would you do with the thirteen spot? Do you just play power forward, or I, I don't think they really have the ball playing lock um, to not just go the, the power forward, knock them down to the roll. You know, there's a bit of Trey Mooney, <coughs> but. I'm sort of hearing now that Trey Mooney and Adam Mariota, who's the other one who's had a big precess, and they might not even get that final bench spot. Pasami Solo is the one who's he's been killing it, so yeah. he could be the final one on the bench there. So I think they'll probably just end up going with you know Emre um, Gula, Joe Tapney, Corey Horsfall. Either is, way, they're all big boys who are going to play the knock them down style of footy. Is it, is are you a bit heavy, too heavy in certain positions in regards to squad management? Like the fact that you just don't have a single. Th- 13 that suits today's game you don't have a second fullback do you think that you could balance the squad out a little well, bit well i wonder is that a, an approach by ricky stewart like, like a choice yeah, yeah like a choice yeah. where it's going all right i'm happy not to go with the ball playing lock the raider strengths is in our pack sure we've got some good outside backs but we're not littered with stars out there we're not littered with a so we don't have a star fullback so maybe he's just going yeah. i want that big lock and yeah. and even you look at depth and, and whatnot you know Trey Mooney, Adam Mariota, Solo, a few of these boats coming through, they're on, you know, bugger all money. Yeah. So we've got depth uh, as a result of, you know, probably 
good development at the club. Yep. I mean, a few of them have signed from other clubs, but mm. yeah. So I don't think it's too bad. It's more just the fullback one that's just... The, full, one, the fullback one. is the glaring yeah, one. Yeah. And I think... I'd love to hear from Ricky Stewart and, and get the word, but I think the 13 is probably more of a choice to not have the ball. Yeah, okay, and just yeah. go and power through the middle. Yeah. yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.